Hey guys, it's Giselle from Asian Pop Weekly. You're listening to Everywhere and Nowhere on Indigo. Welcome, Moju, to our show. I'm so happy to have you. I've been a fan for so long. Um, we just wanted to chat with you a little bit about your latest album, Oro Plata Mata. Um, it's honestly such a unique nod to your roots and a new synthesis of your ideas. Can you share with us a little bit about this album and maybe what the title means? For sure. Well, firstly, thanks for having me. I'm a fan of, of your work. So um, it's so nice. Fangirling. Sitting with you. Um, yeah, look, there's, I mean, there's a lot, there's a lot going on that kind of inspired this record and and a lot of reasons why I chose the title of of the album. Um, I guess the kind of genesis of that, like the, the original kind of, thought behind it was I, I wanted to pay homage to my Tito Peque Galiaga who made the film mm-hmm. in the early 80s um, which is kind of I think considered like quite a seminal work uh, in Philippine right. cinema so he passed in 2020 and I um, have been talking to my Tita Maddie um, his wife Mm-hmm. And I said, oh, I would like to do something that kind of speaks to the legacy of his work in a way. Well, I hope it does, you know, and um, and she was just so supportive and encouraging and she actually ended up on the album, yeah. which is beautiful. And um, so it kind of, you know, it was sort of born out of that mm-hmm. and, and that kind of um, conversation with her, the ongoing conversation with her that kind right. of, Really encouraged me to do it, but um, in my in the process of kind of researching the album and uh, like you know doing all the kind of due diligence and background and everything, I sort of realized that Oro Plata Mata is like also um, a superstition, mm. uh, an architectural superstition in the Philippines that uh, kind of revolves around the number three, okay. and I just felt like that was such a powerful number like the more i started thinking about it and the way that the story in the film is told and i kind of wanted to use that as a foundation for how i set this album out so mm-hmm. i mean i could talk about it endlessly it goes on and yeah. on but there's for me there was a lot of um meaning and a lot of things that kept coming up that reaffirmed that that was yeah, like that that was the direction that you wanted that to was take the direction. and that's awesome. the reason why right yeah you know they're like there was there was so many things going on and i think each of those kind of ideas really spoke to well like the songs kind of you know the first chapter of the album oro Mm -hmm. because that's how it sounds three chapters you know and then it's gold money and midas and i'm really talking about ideas around um, kind of wealth and fame and clout Mm -hmm. and like status and these things that we kind of in a capitalist society we're quite fixated on and um not in a you know like um it's a it's 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 a critique but it's it's introspective it's like how am i complicit in these things it's not didactic it's not kind of this is bad and everybody should you know you should feel bad and and you should live your life this way. it's not there's yeah. none of that there's no yeah. judgment it's just kind of like oh we live in this world and this is how things work and mm-hmm. what does that mean for me and how and how does that affect me and yeah how do i participate in that and then and then so plata being silver the second chapter of the album is really about family and ancestral knowledge and um community and interpersonal relationships and sort of the things that to me have real value mm-hmm. 
more than like the material things. Yep. Um, so you have to care for them more because they tarnish more easily. Ah. And then Martha being death or bad luck, it's mm-hmm. like for me, um, that's where I sort of talk about eco-anxiety and mm. kind of all of the things that are happening, like, you know, in the world that I sort of feel like, um, well, you know, I'm like, a, like I'm existential. Of, yeah. Things, the existential. Right? Stuff, yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, for sure. You know, like what's, what's happening environmentally, like what's happening in terms of like, where are we headed as a society, I guess. Mm-hmm. And so, but at the same time, I think hopeful, like, yeah, I still believe that there's the potential for, for us to like, mm-hmm. um, move forward yeah. in a better direction. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Progress. Gotcha. Kind of- gotcha. I, I saw that you also included some, um, traditional percussions like into the album as well. Um, how did that come about? Was it very intentional for you to include your heritage into this whole, um, record? Like my yes and no, like my identity, yeah, like in all the intersecting parts of my identity. That's just what, like, that's who I am. So that's what I carry into any situation, right? You know, like it informs everything I do For on sure. some level, and that's mm-hmm. conscious or not. So yeah, but like yes and no. But there were there were certain obviously stylistic things that we did when making this record that were really intentional, like like that where it's like oh i want to marry because so much of um what i do you know it's in really it's a, it, i make contemporary music mm-hmm. um and i'm working in like genres like soul and r&b and uh, electronic music yep. and so there's a lot of you know kind of modern influence mm-hmm. and a lot of modern sounds right. and um I don't know, there's something about being able to kind of marry that with like traditional sounds or things that come from, and and I think that that actually set the tone of like the record in terms of like in a conceptual way, because that is what I'm talking about. I'm talking about mm. the, where the past and the present and the future all sort of meet. Mm. And, yeah, so yeah. it's like, it's like kind of, it started not being intentional because that's what you're bringing into every musical conversation you're having. And then it, but it kind of became intentional as the record conceptualize itself yeah i guess so and like you know you kind of move forward like really deliberately it's like i don't know if it's like oh there's this like great deep meaning to why i chose this instrument it's just like this instrument is part of my cultural yeah yeah so it's part of who i am and then but it's as much as you know like using synthesizers or, you know, yeah, um, 808s or whatever. It's like, gotcha, these things gotcha. all, that's all part of like what appeals to me aesthetically, um, what excites me creatively, you know, mm-hmm. it's all, uh, it's all connected to, to, to me. Right. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, you also mentioned that you felt like a certain pressure in the past to conform to like expectations of what your music should be but for you this album was kind of like a release like moving past that um i feel like that's something that's really really difficult to do actually so can you share a bit about how you managed to move past those expectations and how that has shaped into this new record yeah i think um 
just confidence, like experience and kind of realizing that actually the more confident and the more experience I got and the more I was able to kind of articulate myself and back myself in a creative environment, Mm. you know, like trust in my own creative intuition, um, but also curation of like the people that I have around me. It's like, yeah, it's like, oh, I'm really conscious of who I invite into creative collaboration and what their agenda is and what their intentions are in that space. Is it about flexing their egos or is it about like serving the songs? And I think mm. as you kind of get better at knowing, you know, like I'm, I'm better, at, I know what I want to do as an artist now. Yep. And I think in the past it was just like, you know, there were so many things I wanted to do and I didn't mm. know how to do how that looked you know like you know because I'm informed by so many different kinds of music and so many different art it's like you know that can be really overwhelming so when you kind of find your own lane and you're in it and then you know exactly who the people are around that you should have around you and and you trust and you know that's that's it's an it's there's equity in those relationships Mm. there's like right um things work better yeah and it feels and it feels better when you're doing it and if it's Mm -hmm. feeling good then the end product, like I think this is the best, this album and the and the EP OK that we made at the end of 2020 or we released at the end of 2021, mm-hmm. sort of like the same team of people that worked on it. And it's like, to me, it's like the best that music, it's ever felt to make music. Wow. And That's great. Like, oh. and, the, and I'm really proud of the, the music because usually I get to this point and I'm like, oh, I wish I'd done this or I'd done that. Or, right. Like I could have done this different or whatever. And then like this mm-hmm. time around I'm like, no, no. I feel very, and I don't know if that's also just like age and maturity or whatever, but it's mm-hmm. like I, I really love this work. I'm really proud of it. I know how I want to, or I know that I still want to continue to evolve, and I'm always striving to do better. But it's like I am at ease and very yeah. comfortable with what I've done. Yeah, and I think you touched on two important points. Other than confidence, I think time as well, right? Because it kind of they kind of link together. You know, the as you grow. I mean, time passes and then you grow more confident, you grow uh, into someone who knows themselves better and what kinds of spaces they should put themselves in in order to produce the best work or to be their best selves. And I think that's maybe where like this record has kind of accumulated at like a really, a really important point for you. And I, I can totally feel that. I do feel like there's something different between this record and some of your past ones. And it's really, really exciting to see. Well, thank you. Yeah, I think that I think that a lot of that is just in that I more than ever before know what I'm trying to achieve as mm-hmm. an artist. What I want to say, and I have the confidence to like, yeah, to trust myself in that creative yep, process for yeah. sure. And as you mentioned, I think there is a sen- sense of urgency, which I think is presented really brilliantly in this record, and it links to our whole concept of change that is for this radio show. And of course, I think in some sense, it's part of your album as well. How do you think this momentum that you've created relates to the topic of change and its importance today? Well, look, you know, it's not really for me to tell mm-hmm. other people um, what meaning to take from the record. Yeah, I know what I was feeling at the time that I made it and that was that, you know, like I was feeling really overwhelmed by where we were at mm. in the world. Um, I was kind of concerned. I've been concerned about 
what the future looks like and particularly becoming a parent yeah for the first time like I um yeah I started to get concerned about what the what the world looked like so yeah you know change I don't like I'm not pretending to have any of the answers but I am yep. sort of that song change has to come for me is really about like a longing for community and kind mm. of going we're so we silo, we silo ourselves from one another through you know kind of social media and all of this like an over kind of saturation of um artificial so socialization yep. you know it's like yeah we're not actually tapped into community we're not, we're actually, not actually interacting and engaging interacting yep. yeah but, they, but we but we we kind of burn ourselves out mm-hmm. because we're constantly stimulated by it you know so uh yeah you know for me that's sort of a lot of what that song was there's so many things that that song's about to me but mm-hmm. just like the essence of it is just kind of going i just want to be with people again mm. I want to be with family and community and like I yeah I just want to be with people again and I feel like we're losing touch with one another so that that's where I that was like the main kind of motivator in that song but you know in in, in a broader sense it's like it can be the job of you know what I like my job is to leave enough space like say something but also leave enough space in there for people to kind of create their own relationship with the music mm-hmm. and develop their own meaning it's really yeah. subjective and it's really personal and i think you know like i said i'm not out here mm-hmm. like doing stuff preaching yeah yeah it's not didactic it's like this was my personal introspection like this was my i was reflecting on mm-hmm the duality of my experience as being somebody who feels like I'm stuck in this rat race, you know, living in this capitalist kind of society. But at the same time, I'm totally complicit in it. Like I've Mm -hmm. got an iPhone. We all are. (laughs) Computer and I drive, you know what I mean? It's like, I'm, I'm, I'm totally a participant in that. Mm -hmm. Um, So what does that mean? And that sort of, that was, those were the questions that I was kind of grappling with. Okay, I have one last question for you today. Um, okay. I think um, Aura Plata Mata covers so much ground, like from an introspective level to like overarching critiques on so many situations and issues that we've discussed. If I know it's hard, but if you were to choose one song on this record to introduce the record to new listeners, which song would you choose? <laughs> because like just think I'm of it so like hard. just think of it like okay this one song and then like people will be like oh I want to know more about the rest of the record I want to go and listen to the rest of it yeah um I don't I don't know <laughs> if this is the one that will actually get people yeah committed, but like, we just to, want we just want album, your perspective but, but my I think my favorite song on this record is actually Swan Song mm. uh, it's the last song on the album I think it kind of summarizes, um, I guess, what the whole album is about in a way. Uh, it still it has a sense of hopefulness about it. It incorporates all the elements, I think, sonically, aesthetically, that I really felt were integral to the album, like, like it's lush and kind of, I don't know it's really it's a quite an emotional song to me um and of course mccleat mm-hmm. uh, 
as a vocalist has a real standout moment in that track uh, and sh- her voice is throughout the whole album um, as a backing vocalist. Nice. So, so it ties everything together. She provides most of the backing vocals and then she kind of has steps to the front in that song a little bit more. So it's like it in, you know, kind of it showcases the collaboration, I think, that mm-hmm. was at the heart of this record because it was so collaborative. Um, I don't know. And that's really, I mean, like community and like, you know, it's sort of, it, it really does, the collaboration really is like, you know, part of the th- the theme like of the record in terms of like mm. we have to come together as people and community yeah. to actually make change this song that song really you know it's i think it kind of tells the story of the record best like if you know you just had to pick one song that kind of mm-hmm. sums it all up i think that's the one yeah for me I, that, that that one's particularly special Gotcha. Yeah, I think that's, I think after you pieced it all together and you shared all of that, I was like, oh, yeah, definitely it does include a lot of the different elements that you're talking about in a really beautiful way. And it's one of my favorites as well. Oh, that's great. I yeah. Okay, thank you so much for your time, Moju. I will let you go now. But like, oh, we no. had so much, we had so much fun chatting on this um, little interview. Thank you so much for having me and for letting me just like talk about <laughs> Of course, I wish we had more time, but yeah, I know you're super busy right now with your, with all your interviews lined up and stuff. Okay, cool. thank you so much. See ya. Hey guys, it's Giselle from Asian Pop Weekly. You're listening to Everywhere and Nowhere.